Warning, the following episode uses gratuitous amount of the following word, bitch. Good luck, bitches. Sometimes, that is better. Welcome to Prime Time, bitch. <laughs> I'm your host now, Freddy, and you're listening to Give Me Back My Horror Movies. I, I, I want to I wanna say it's like Macho Man. Can you get the marbles and... out of your mouth? Ooh, right. this is the cream of yeah, the crop, no, bitch. No, no. <laughs> cream of the crop, bitch. Freddy Krueger <laughs> is very articulate, I'll have you know. I don't know about I'll... that, Pete, bitch. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be bitch. You go. That's right, Charlie. Bitch. You can't marble your one line. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> listen, listen here, Scary Terry. Jesus. <laughs> Come and get it, bitch. God. Oh boy, uh, guys. Is that, is that how this is gonna go? Tonight? This is how it's gonna go all day. Audience, you're all bitches. <laughs> This is why I've held off so long on doing a Nightmare on Elm Street. He knew knew. he was going to unleash so much bitch. (laughs) (laughs) The bitch, the bitch is bad. We let the bitches decide between Nightmare 1, Nightmare 3, and Nightmare 6, Freddy's Dead. And you bitches decided that (laughs) Dream Warriors was the one to cover. So the reason why we chose those three was because we want to choose our favorite movies from the franchise. Pete stole mine, so I went by default and picked the first one. And Charlie was the only one in the history of the universe to be a bitch that wanted Freddy's Dead. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with Freddy's Dead? I love nothing, that movie. Nothing wrong with Freddy's Dead. I, I, I love that movie, man. That's my it, favorite. I'm not one. sure I love it, but it's, I yeah, love it's, it. a, it's, a fun, it's, it's a lot of fun. So I love like, it. Five and six are the ones that I have not revisited in a long time. Oh. So I do need to give them another try. Yeah. And what my problem is, after I watch three, I instantly want to just watch New Nightmare. Like, I just want to jump straight to that one. That probably yeah. would have been my other pick. But part hmm. one felt like it deserved to be on the table for this little fun competition that we were doing. And there was a part of me that's like, ah, God, our friends at Spoils of Horror has already done part three. Yep. Do we want to do part three? Yeah, and thankfully, they gave us their blessing and Aww. said it's okay. It was it was very you know, nice. Thanks, Stephen and Leo. It was very nice of them to allow us to cover a movie. And, yes, that has been <laughs> out for you know thirty years and is right. well loved. And no one else no one has ever covered. No one else has movie. ever covered ever or talked about it. We'll see. Apparently, number six has never been covered, so we would have been totally fine and not pissed anyone off. Because Charlie you know what. Point. Now you're playing with power, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, bitch. <laughs> so uh, here we are. Uh, if you listen to the episode that I was on with the Fiendish Five uh, uh, podcasts, you will know that Dream Warriors was in my top five horror movies. And uh, deservedly so, yes. So, yes. Um, and this is kind of like 
a comfort movie. This is something mm-hmm. I can watch every year. Got no problem with it. Does not get old. Oh, yeah. If anything, I'm fascinated more and more by it as, you know, time goes on. Hmm. Now, here's the downside, fellas. I don't remember the first time I watched this movie. Oh, Because okay. this being a nightmare movie, it's kind of like with Jason. They kind of blend together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I, guess, yep. I do remember, though, Family Video having like the two for a dollar and mm-hmm. renting all the Friday night or uh, God, not Fridays, all the Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street movies right. at some point in high school. So yeah. that's at least the earliest memory that I can have of actually recalling it. So, gentlemen, okay. what is your earliest memory with one bitch, Freddy? <laughs> Go ahead, bitch, Pete. Okay, okay, bitch, Charlie. I'll, right. I'll, I'll be, I'll be bitching this up, bitching first. So I think the only nightmare I saw in theaters was six. Was Freddy's Day? I'm so jealous. I now I have seen part one in theaters, but it was a you know a re-release. Yeah, I was, I was a little young to see one, two, and three in theaters, and then four and five. Just I'm not. Never, I don't remember seeing them in theaters, but I definitely went to six because I still have the 3D glasses uh, in my collection somewhere. And they were really cool. It was it, They were polarized uh, vertically and horizontally uh, versus the blue and red. Uh, so, and they, it was, it was very William Castle. If y'all know about William Castle. Nice. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So at this point in time in the movie, when this happens, put on this, when, when, Nancy puts on her glasses. You also put on your yeah. glasses, and it was wonderful. It was really good 3D for that four for minutes era. or whatever it yeah. is. It wasn't very long, uh, so I did not see three in a theater. But I had a buddy, uh, Jeremy. I'm not. Jeremy and I were very good buddies, and he was one of the only guys in town that had cable TV. And we would go over to his house, and he would either tape, or we would just find it on HBO somewhere and we watched all the most terriblest movies when we were 10, 11, 12. <laughs> <laughs> and even into, you know, that's, that's where I saw the Friday the 13th, the Hellraisers, and of course the Nightmares on Elm Streets. I think I saw one and then three and it took a while to see two, but after watching three this time, I went back and watched two because it's it, it isn't a favorite in the franchise. It's from what it's I understand. My least favorite. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. most people don't like it, and I'm watching it. I'm like, eh, it's it's fine. And then the you got the body, I got the brain. I swear to God that was in the third movie, and it wasn't. And like you're saying, Nate, they all kind of blend together, and all those one-liners kind of just when you have a stupid child brain, like yeah, they just kind of mesh and like undeveloped stupid child brain. Yeah, they it all gets kind of clumped in together. Uh, So I was surprised when I watched three again that that line wasn't in there, but when I watched two, like oh, that's that's where it was and it was just it was just fun to take a walk down memory lane uh it, it that's that's my history with it i was watching it with my buddy jeremy in his living room late night his folks didn't care right <laughs> how about you charlie talk uh, to me mine bitch. was a yeah, bitch uh bitch? Mine was, uh later on for sure so i was renting movies this this would have been 
me and Ben like going through the the series. So oh sure. Yeah. My guess is I probably went in order and watched, you know, one, two, three, four, as far as it went. I didn't see a Freddy movie in theater until Freddy versus Jason. Oh, um, I, I didn't get yeah. to go see that in theaters because no one would take me to go see it. Uh, Cry, baby. Uh, no. All right. Someone should have took me to go see it. Take right? a lift. You know how. Anno- yes, I am going to go back in time, bitch, <laughs> and take a lift that doesn't exist. Kind of kind of sounds like a little bitch. That's what I'm hearing. Right That's now. what I'm hearing. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm a bitch who didn't yeah. go and see Freddy versus Jason in theaters, bitch. So, yeah, I, I went through it and, you know, being introduced to this later on as a teenager you know it it did have an impact i, I wasn't one of those kids that got to watch this when i was 12 or 13 you know uh my parents were responsible uh <laughs> <laughs> this is why you go over to your friend's places yeah this is why you go to Vinny's place never have let that uh, i don't know why that was we i did when i was younger used to go hang out at my buddy's house but we'd end up just like watching like heavy metal documentaries with tons of tits and <laughs> drinking and drugs yet that's you were watching heavy I metal went. parking lot going yeah, yeah that's gonna be us and he was yeah, a butthead you know, I, th- I think uh, you did okay for yourself that sounds yeah, wonderful it turned out all right yeah <laughs> Garage Days Revisited. Yeah, that's uh-huh. not the lifestyle I live. Now I have a horror podcast. It's so weird. <laughs> so strange how those things work yeah. out, bitch. No, yeah, bitch. Um, so <laughs> such a bit. Uh, bitch. Uh, so <laughs> uh, everybody keeps I'm falling sorry, out everyone. Every I'm not gonna I'm not playing the bitch game card. Uh, so yeah, I I got introduced to these as a teenager and I've I've watched them constantly. I've got the whole collection. You know, I, I didn't even have to. It's so weird. This was on HBO forever. So I was Ever. like, well, maybe I can watch a, a, a nice, clean version of it. No, had to go nope. dig out my DVD collection. I wasn't going to pay for it. No, it said underneath it, it went special features. And I was like, oh, really? And it went uh, jump to a kill. Uh, some, yes. Something I, I, else and trailer. And I'm like, these aren't special features. I did the special. same it's thing. I'm like, oh, cool. I can't wait to see if there's a documentary on here. And then no. I saw it went, well, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. I'm like, I'm not jumping. I think I like the idea at the time of jump to a kill where mm-hmm. you're like, I just want to watch all the kills in the movie, <laughs> you know, but still, That's I was a just good like, night. Eh. I was the, like, these kills oh, are awesome, by the way. They, they are. Very, very oh, every single one is. And there is a documentary I haven't watched yet, but it's like five or six hours it's long. It's like a six hour long. I think it's the yeah. same people that did uh, the the Friday one as well. I probably it's, interesting. It's, yeah. it's not the In Search of Darkness ones. It's a different. No, it's like people. its own entity. Where yeah, I so, mean, I know uh, they deep dive into all the practical effects. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it was. It, I always enjoy Dream Warriors. It seems like it's the 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 fan favorite. Almost, you know, it's like when you say. A Nightmare on Elm Street, you either have your original fan ones where it's a true horror slasher movie or it immediately goes to Dream Warriors. Like, I I never almost hear about in the middle. It's hard to argue Dream Warriors because you get you get uh, you get the players, you get the victims able to fight back. And how many times do you get that in your Hellraisers or your your Friday the 13th? You know, you you get that never you, till the never till the end of the movie, basically. Yeah, you know? right, like, right till the final, final girl. And yeah. these guys all have skill, a skill set that possibly might be able to disrupt or defeat Freddy. 
Yeah. He has, uh, really. he has, he has weakness, but sometimes yeah. you don't know. But Well, it does a great job of, like, every character is likable. I don't want Agreed. to see any of these kids die. Not a single one. And I do feel that a lot of that is because Frank uh, Davenport. Frank I, uh, Darabont. Darabont. Yeah. He yeah. was part of the, you know, screenplay writers with this, mm, along with, yeah. you know, the story by Wes Craven and Bruce Wagner. So, like, we're talking about the dude that made Shawshank Redemption yeah. and Green Mile, two of the best movies ever made. Mm. He, wrote you're this. not wrong. That's <laughs> exactly. You're right in the high well, country there. <laughs> before before we get too far into our deep dive, uh, this is usually the point where Charlie plays the trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah, play tra- the trailer, bitch. Uh, well, bitch, <laughs> let me finish what i'm saying here um so i i looked up the trailer and it's literally them singing the one two freddy's coming for you and it's a little girl sitting on her bed with the dollhouse and i'm like well this oh, sucks cool. uh i mean it was cool i'm sure in a theater in the audio format <laughs> no no uh, and then I found another one, and it was horrible. And yeah. I was like, "Are you serious? I don't have a, a Nightmare on Elm Street trailer I can play." I'm like, "This is bullshit." And then I remembered that I had the greatest song ever uh-huh. for yep this. So I was like, "That's yes! going to be our trailer." So yes! everyone, buckle yes! up. Buckle here up, is get the head ready and start yeah. banging. So here we go. Get the head ready. I've just closed my eyes. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Time what? For the dream you tricked me. You bitch. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're a bastard. This is not the song I was expecting. This is not at all. It's a song about dreams. Gosh darn it. Ah, damn it. You know what? what? Play the Delta Force music. Come on! I was so excited. I was too. I'm pretty sure. I'm kind of excited because every time I see your guys' face pop up on the screen, that's the song that plays in my head. Pretty sure we just got cock plucked, Nate. All right. That was a that was a musical cock block, right there. So obviously, I downloaded the wrong dream song. My bad. Get your shit together. Bitch, hold on. I I have a few brought up here. Let's see if I find the right one. Wait a minute. That's not even. That's even the wrong decade. You're now. Now you're just a tease. What? It's Dream Theater. Yeah. No one likes John LeJuie or whatever the hell his name is. Is Aerosmith's Dream on next? For for heaven's <laughs> sakes. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, bitch. Get what? it together. I said, exactly. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where the this hell is it? Age World 2? <laughs> what? I feel like you're, you know, you've been channel surfing wrong. Is your line wire working correctly? Oh. I typed in dream rock music, and that's. All right. I have one more file that maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Get it right. There we go. 
just a screaming guitar solo. <laughs> Literally. Oh, bless you, Dawkins, for this and this only. Yeah, are there any other Dawkins songs, period? Um, yeah. Into the fire! Okay. Into the fire. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that one. Yeah, that one rules. Right. Yeah. The one where they they literally intercut themselves <laughs> into Freddy, the movie, yeah. and Freddie wakes up. Freddie wakes up and like, "Who are those guys? Yeah. Who who were those guys? <laughs> they were in my dream, right? <laughs> who were those guys, bitch? Whoa, it's talking, bitch. Before the internet, kids, ask your folks about the uh, the before the internet times. Yeah. Uh, this is how. This is how this. This was on MTV, and this is how you cross-promoted things. This came with the VHS, too. I think it was played, like, after the credits or something like that, wasn't it? Oh, like, sure. I it was, can't it remember. Was, but, this, but this was played on MTV to get oh, people into the theaters, for sure. Yep. Yeah. This is this is one of those great, like, promotional things that will go down in infamy. Like, literally, I, if you say, like, when you say A Nightmare on Elm Street, you usually think of Dream Warrior. Dream Warriors. When you think of Dream Warrior, you think of Dawkins. Well, you oh, know, there's no. You think Freddy Krueger, yeah. then you think Dream Warriors, then you think Dawkins, for Honestly, sure. Honestly, like, if I hear Dream Warriors, like, played on the radio, I'm just like, well, gotta go watch the movie now. Like, exactly. it's just, like, one of yep. those things I have been pavloed. To be able to just like that's what I have to go do now, you know. That's it, man. Um, God, I just Dream Warriors. I I adore the first movie. I, I mean, Indeed. is it a little bit slower? It's, Maybe I think it's legit scary though, it's and it, and it builds a, a really rich uh, history behind it. Yeah. There's there's mm-hmm. like it's not just a killer. It starts out as that the original film starts out as a killer, uh, a supernatural killer of some sort. But the as as the layers of onion starts getting peeled away, there's a much deeper story going on, and I think it culminates with this film and the reveal yeah. of the Amanda Kruger character and what happened to her. Because I'm not, it was hinted at before, but we get introduced to we get introduced to her in this film. Well, this feels like the perfect yeah. complement to the first movie, and mm-hmm. like. For, for me, sure. it's like the second one. My issue is it felt like they just didn't know what to do with Freddy. Well, they Wes Craven wasn't involved. And, yeah. Yeah. And it was for just one like thing. they didn't, you know, just make him be who attacks you in his sleeps. And then, you know, they bring him into the real world and he's just killing people at yeah. a teenage pool party. Like, I, I the, which was pretty. The, the best thing cool. about yeah. two, though, is where it was still a very dark and sadistic freddy you are all you know? my children yeah it, 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 they at least ah! kept that flavor and it and was this the beginning the of this one is where he kind of starts getting a tad bit more levity it's a Indeed. little bit more Indeed. he's not full clownish yet no but like he's still a menacing you know character to deal with and then it's you know even the fourth one he's still not too bad but he's starting to even dip more and more into cartoonish and yeah. by the fifth one, you know, he's a full-on cartoon. The yeah, he's, one, he's, he's Scary Terry in the fifth one. <laughs> yeah, so by the time you get to New Nightmare, Wes Craven comes back and goes, no, 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 no. this is what we're going to do. And it's a great precursor to Scream because it's very meta, you know, yeah. like all and the that's characters what, are playing themselves. That's what killed. this one was originally supposed to be. He had that treatment oh, for neat. what a new nightmare oh, yeah? becomes. 
for Dream Warriors, but then they changed it midway. But that was his, he wanted Nancy to face him basically in the real world, you know? So that's why we got a new nightmare later was because he's had this in his back pocket forever. So great. Like you get the final girl from the first movie Mm -hmm. and then you get Mm -hmm. a new final girl as well, Mm -hmm. doing a tag team against the villain. And not only that, but they have an army with them to fight back. Like Pete said, that's my point. Part of the thing, like these are all troubled kids. These are all, you know, they're all in a mental hospital. So, like, they're getting kicked down upon. And, like, I never want to see the people getting kicked down upon lose. I want to see them right. win. And, like, no one believes them. Classic adults thinking that they're all just God, suicidal. That, that other doctor in there, I swear she's the freaking villain in this movie. Yeah, half the definitely. Time. Like, it's, it's, God, it's like I she's the nurse it. from Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. It's a it's a perfect villain for kids of that age, for teenagers who are going to watch this movie. Adult it's authority. Adult yeah. authority that doesn't believe, doesn't believe them. You. And that's and a that's perfect a stigmata villain. in our society. It's not Freddy's the perfect villain. It's that doctor that won't listen to the kids that are like, We are dying. You don't yeah. understand. Please listen. I mean, they are begging her to listen to them. And right. she's just not. She's disregarding them she's like no no this is we can explain this away she doesn't and they keep on dying and that's so frustrating as a young person but also exactly what this movie meant to do it it was it was talking to the teenagers who are going to these movies and dumping money into this franchise it was this script is so good it's Uh, brilliant and like it I, even I, I, utilizes it's a strong word but oh, it's for <laughs> but a it's, horror movie it's brilliant uh, <laughs> okay all right all right but like you have uh patricia arquette like slitting her wrist so like mm-hmm. freddie giving that illusion that she is suicidal the mm-hmm. kid with you know that jumps off the building they just think that this is a kid that's finally snapped yeah. like it gives more ammo to the adults it's always been the brilliant thing about Freddy Krueger is his kills look like they are either self-inflicted or an accident. Right. Yeah. And that's the brilliance of Freddy Krueger as a dream demon of sorts. Yeah. Even and, even the Johnny Depp kill in the first one, when yeah. the reveal after the math, God. it was like the the waterbed popped and he had the television there and electrocuted himself. Yep. Yeah. You yep. know, we got to see the geyser of blood. Oh, but so good. It still come off as well. That's what actually that's killed. What it's what those uh, the very first Final Destination movie did so well of like yes. death making yeah. everyone look like they were committing yep. suicide. You're, you're absolutely right. Or accidental deaths. That way, no one was believing Sawa's character. You know, <laughs> to a degree. Then by the time you get yeah. to like the third movie, it's like, good lord, these are getting outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> to, to a degree, Tucker and Dale, where all yes. these kids are. <laughs> they, it's a suicide cult. They're. <laughs> They're stabbing themselves. They're jumping in wood chippers for no good reason. <laughs> oh my god, I so love that good. movie. So I just good. bought that Blu-ray. Did you guys? Who bought I the steelbook? You I got, got it. Okay, yeah, I was oh. just going to use yours. <laughs> come on over, babe. I, we got we got movies to watch. You know, yeah, bitch. Yeah, I'll come over, bitch. Come, come on, over, bitch. bitch. Let's go. So, like, to me, like this movie instantly starts out at an eleven because, like. It's a smorgasbord of practical effects. Oh, it's God. so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. So I, I got to watch uh, YouTube has like an hour and a half 
camcorder behind the scenes sort of thing. It's not really a making of or a documentary, but I watched uh, somebody on set was taking camcorder footage of all the practical scenes and stuff like that. Like one one of the, one of my favorite scenes was the, was the, the Freddie penis coming out of the ground and eating uh, (laughs) ah, Patricia. Patricia. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And they had the stunt gal standing on this platform and this actual giant Freddie penis coming up and grabbing her and pushing her up and dropping her down all practical. It Mm -hmm. was astounding just to see the engineering of the effect uh, to see like, okay, this is what we need to do. This is how much force we need to do without killing the person we're actually (laughs) chomping on. Uh, It was, it was so much fun and it's really grainy. It's not a lot of, it's like you're in a time machine. It was was fascinating it's, it is a time machine this yeah. is how shit was done back in the day without these stupid cg i i i'm always railing on cg because it it just it they use it as a crutch because I, right right i got to see real cg horror back in my young days and folks today are just like eh, it's normal i suppose yeah. My kids look at it now as well. That actually kind of looks fake, but you know, it's like, well, think about this. That's that's actually there. They're that's, actually reacting to. And that's the big thing. Like, I'm there. trying Those real hard. Are yeah. actually yeah. reacting to something like there. when the mm-hmm. walls are actually closing in on them. <gasps> oh, they man. are in a somebody's pushing line. walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You have a team there that is moving that, and then a director who is you know guiding his actors into how to react to everything, right. and it's just so cool. It's it's so much better when you can react to something physical. Uh, the Mandalorian is is a is a great example where you're using enough puppetry to interact with the actors, and you have a much better reaction. Mm-hmm. The actors have a much easier time reacting to their environment than uh, like a full blown Marvel movie where everything's on a on a stupid green screen, and you're just right. like. Look at this ball up here. That's where the bad guy is. Like, ugh, yeah. no except for you know when fest. there's Puppet Freddy running around. So I'm sure they had to react to nothing for a moment. Puppet Freddy but... kicked ass. <laughs> he I did. loved Claymation Puppet Freddy. I love that was the amazing. Look of that, but I'm, I'm st- I watched it the other night and I was like, I remember that whole scene and I do love the look of him. But then they do all that trouble and he pops up normal at the foot of the bed and I'm like. Yeah. Come on, like yeah, do a yeah, little bit yeah. more. Like if you really want to piss off Charles Band, kill someone as Puppet Freddy. Right. You yeah. know, <laughs> but I'm like, that was a cool five seconds, and uh-huh. then it's Freddy at the foot of the bed. I'm like, man, I feel cheated. What? I don't. My guess is, and then it's was you a know, Freddy. Limit. It's like shadow over the building itself, controlling the kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I would have. I think Puppet Freddy would have been cool. You know, killing somebody at least one time because I, I would have loved for a puppet pretty death. I'm <laughs> down with that. Yeah, it, it, I mean, you didn't have Willis O'Brien or Rare Harryhausen, so it, things were very expensive at this point in time for stop motion. And oh, I'm they sure. Still did it. I loved it so much. It made me so happy to see that claymation. It's so clever happen. how they do it that they they sculpted the full Freddy. Mm-hmm. They went backwards. Then, then they mush it 
till it's a smooth face and then they play it reverse. So he forms. I do love that whole segment. Like I said, I just, I, I just feel cheated. You know, <laughs> right. yeah, we get it. You know, <laughs> Give me some more. Give I mean, a bunch I, of little Freddies. I do. And, and, but then I'm, I'm pulled back in because it is probably one of my favorite gore scenes in this movie. When he slices him open and pulls the ligaments out. Oh you God. Know, God that, I love it. That gore scene in here, it's probably, I think, you know, when you're looking back, it's probably the gore scene in this movie. Oh, no, it definitely is. Like, it still, like, shakes me because it's just like, oh, it's so gross. Like, I don't want that happening to me. Like, (laughs) this guy can't control himself, and he's being led around by his his nerve endings or his... Pretty much nerve endings, ligaments, veins, whatever it is. it's amazing. What you know. what a vision for someone to create a kill like this. There there are a lot of I've, there are a lot of creative kills. I don't think I want to dive into it quite yet. So Nate, you were saying yeah. something. Well, like, well, the first movie, like its budget was like one point some million dollars. You know. Okay. Yeah. This one had doubled that budget. It was like four million, and then it even doubled how much money it made compared to the original. Like, and deservedly so. Movie is what you know skyrocketed freddy to be what we know today and like agreed yeah the images of him like him in the uh, prom outfit we've all you know <laughs> seen like the action figure of freddy in that you know mm-hmm. like it's just like this was a movie and it came out in 87 so this is like peak 80s so like this is the 80s of all 80s if you think about it and this is after the thing but to me like this is on par almost with the thing when it comes to practical effects because Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. What we I to see and like as I'm far. watching it, it's yeah. just like, man, like if if practical effects just weren't so damn expensive, because I would love to see someone do this. Like, and you know, we've seen filmmakers starting to blend the two, or mm-hmm. like let's say like the Hatchet movie where everything is practical, but it's still just missing something to it that you know make this or Fred or uh, Jason work. You know. A lot of that comes down to Robert England's performance. Now, I will oh, say, sure. I didn't watch the remake. I heard nothing but terrible things, so I just skipped it. Oh, I like Jackie Earl Haley. I like him a lot, but mm-hmm. I just, I never gave it a fair chance. That's on me. But I do get annoyed when people are like, oh, like you can't have Frey without Robert England. It's the same argument we have with, oh, you can't have Evil Dead without Ash. It's like, right. yes, you can. These yeah, guys do did. get old. You're going to have to you one have of these to. days. We've like, actually got a badass version of it, too. You know, mm-hmm. like, People yeah. keep saying, like, oh, it's not the same Evil Dead because it doesn't have Ash. It's like, Bruce is in his 60s. He doesn't want to get covered in blood. They, they he doesn't want to get do thrown around. Forever. I don't blame him. Right. Gunnar Henson's passed away. We're never going to get that kind of leather mm-hmm. face again. Like... It's one of those things, like, if you give it to the proper team and the proper love and care, I think we could get a new nightmare that has the same skill and loves, you know, letter to I, this. I think the Jackie Earl one had the right thought process. I think what happened is, A, they screwed up on the makeup. I will mm. agree. Yep. I think they really kind of botched it there, trying to make Freddy their own, and it just shouldn't have been. Like, I don't expect you to copy, but you could have done it ten times better than what you did story-wise they went way darker like super dark they went they touched into the the and what everyone has always thought of which was the pedophilia yeah of Freddy. like don't they just even like, though they on never on display and then right remake? they they never say it in the you know the uh robert england ones it's only just alluded to 
That's, but, he's a child killer, and he's a yeah, child it's about killer. As as they, but did they, he do that? They ever else, admit? You know? They yeah. they do sprinkle a little bit. Where you can, as an adult, you know that's what's happening. But as yeah. a kid, you're not you, so, you're not thinking about that. The remake just went head first into that whole theory, and it is super dark. It does make him hated. It, it and I I've seen it like three times. Oh, and um, the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, okay, this ain't Freddy. Then I, I did the thing where I'm like, I want to give it another shot and went, you know what, this, there's something here. And I watched it a third time finally. And the third time I watched it, I was like, as its own thing and not comparing it to the Freddy movies, it's not as bad as people make it out to be. It's and not great, but thing. it's like, not I just need bad. to go in with that mindset of like, just not compare it to the originals, take it as its own thing. You can't. You know? It's like when I watched hard the, to do. the yeah. Friday the 13th reboot, I can't compare it to the other ones. But I I do enjoy that one. And we've talked about it before, Nate. Like, even with the Friday the 13th, they neutered that franchise so bad that I finally started getting movies with gore. I'm just happy to see a dude in a (laughs) hockey mask killing people finally. And that's Ah. the thing. Like, this movie has severe gore. I don't think Freddy's Dead does. Like, I know New Nightmare has some pretty great, like, bloody scenes. New Nightmare has some bloody scenes, but not what I would call, like, full-on gore. No, Uh, Freddy's not like what this does. They they got, I mean, they literally kill some dude with a video game. You know, exactly. (laughs) And then, like, isn't it like maybe it's the fifth one? Someone's like a motorcycle or something. I don't remember. I I I couldn't tell you. I forget. I think it's four and five are a blur to me. Four and five are always mixed, but there's some late. There is one that I I always loved, and it's the girl that gets turned into the cockroach in the Roach Motel. And it just has all of the the glue, and she's pulling herself apart. It is the grossest scene. So good. It's so good. And again, all you know practically done she's literally in yep. slime mm-hmm. and with all these prosthetics well, on her oh, where she's like half that's, that's a bitching scene i forgot yeah. about that one yeah they're they might as well be like a practical effect like highlight reel you know right and yeah. that's where i was just here's like, how I to do this still have people like mm-hmm. making this a thing but even like, and i don't want to shit on cg too on much if you do enough place. practical with CG enhancements, I think that's what the Star Wars franchise is doing right now. Yeah. That's what that's the best thing that they're doing right now. They are doing puppetry and they're doing practical effects and then enhancing it with CG. That's what they're doing. The it makes best. me so happy. To and see it does make me happy. Clone mm-hmm. armor and not just the CG clone troopers. Right. You know? yeah. Right. I just I don't want to see a fake person there. They're wearing a flipping costume and that's. That makes it so much more real than anything that Marvel has done in the last. Yeah. It's way of more years. immersive that way. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, you have to have something tactile. And I think and... that's what makes it more approachable in the horror side where right. Freddy becomes scary, you know? Yeah. And, you know, look, we're not saying that everything was like life size on there. When we started practical, there's still a lot of miniature effect. Like, oh, sure. television, oh, oh, yeah. Television yes. kill. You know, camera tricks. All miniatures. You know, again, one of one of my favorite kills in the movie, you know, when he pulls her head into the television, it's prime time, oh. bitch. You know, it's that was it's full stuff size. like that. You but know. it's so shocking because when that happens, you're like, holy shit, did he just right. like uh-huh. turn into a TV? And then like, wait, what? You but know, the, then the after effect is like an actress hanging yeah, out of exactly. the, like, a television. That is such yeah. a great shot with Larry Fishburne. <laughs> Lawrence, damn it. It's Lawrence Fishburne. 
Oh man, I saw that in the in the, he in made the, the right credits. Ball. It was Larry Fishburne. I went, Larry Fishburne. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, Larry Fishburne. I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. Are, uh, are we going to say hateful things about Lawrence Fishburne tonight? No, no. no we are. Hell no. We're very good when it comes except to Larry that, Fishburne. Except that you did. I won't say anything hateful. I'll just say you've made a great decision in calling yourself Lawrence from here on out. Yeah, yeah that is <laughs> the <laughs> move to make. <laughs> Mr. Bowery King himself. Uh huh. Uh, he's got bitch. <laughs> he's got some pet bitch. The Bowery King bitch. <laughs> <laughs> John Wick, John Wick, a gun, bitch. <laughs> so what? what's your guys' thoughts on bringing back Nancy for the third one and how she's introduced? I think it's brilliant movie. that, you know, she is recovered from the trauma of the first one and is Maybe, dedicated to sort helping of. teens, you know, like, and she actually believes them. She is the character that you, you know, cling on to because mm-hmm. she's like, an adult that actually listens. You know? She's dedicated her adult life to helping kids mm-hmm. with 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 mental uh, w- with mental trauma, and she has found she... these kids that have experienced the same trauma she has. Exactly, right. i.e., like, a, a demon creature. <laughs> I went on my tangent with our Children of the Corn two episode of like, man, I like when a, a sequel can kind of give you a snapshot snapshot of the aftermath of the first one mm. okay yeah that's what we yeah. get with this one you, her, you're you're 100 right yeah her dealing it, with freddie from the first one has now dedicated her life towards this you know and it's even said in this movie of like you are the last descendants of those that you know killed freddie so yeah, that's parents. why he is going yeah. after you you know you are the last uh traumatic effect to go after basically and it's one of those like your trauma still haunts you and yeah. like i think that's so beautiful sins of I, the father kind of situation. i love that mythology that the reason this demon is coming back to haunt kill the children of the people that you that, that killed you i love that's very that's very j-horror like yeah. They like like these this set of people murdered you for whatever reason, and now that spirit is coming back and haunting you and your lineage for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. Now, if Freddy kills everybody in that bloodline, does Freddy cease to exist? I think because of the way oh. Wes Craven originally thought this through, that's probably what he thought. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. so it's so weird to go back to the, I guess with where I'm going, I'm even going to say 70s. It's so weird to go back to the directors of the 70s and 80s, where their thoughts are never about a, a continual sword. Yeah, story. right. Right. Now, John Carpenter was like, "I'm done with Michael Myers." Wes Craven's like, "I told the story of Freddy. Mm-hmm. What what else do you want? It's done." And it's the studios that go, well, it made a lot of money. We We made a lot of money, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but it's so wild that you have to think by this time, a, after what Wes Craven saw them do with the second one, that this is probably the more true sequel to Uh the first movie. Oh, for sure. And Mm -hmm. now he has this like, okay, they, I have to do this more than likely. They're going to want another one if it's successful. So now I have to start thinking ahead of how does this continually happen? 
which is kind of cool. It's a sleep demon, you know, so it's like, do you ever really, where's he going to go? Delaware, you know, something like that. <laughs> I'm in Delaware. <laughs> right. Bitch. You know, bitch. <laughs> 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 But but, I mean, it's always that thought process when you're watching these, you know, it's not like, you know, a person that you stopped being a slasher that you could kill. This is truly a a spiritual demon. It's a revenge demon. Supernatural type thing. And I like how he built built upon it. Although at the end of this one, I kind of feel like he's like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Let's kill everyone at the end of this movie yeah. that matters, <laughs> you know, because John Saxon gets brought back just to die. Yep. <laughs> and talking of Nancy, you killed off your final girl. I know yeah. it's a passing of the torch, but who does that? Honestly, though, it was to make it to where she doesn't have to deal with her father's death. So it was like, well, we just kill off both characters. Now that whole family's bloodline is done for. Right. So really, we're just saving them from being sad. <laughs> okay, we'll Ouch. go with that, dude. <laughs> she didn't look that happy to see what? Dad in the Freddy first got place. the whole bloodline. <laughs> so you're saying Freddy won? Yes, just like Lance Hendrickson won in Stone Cold. There you go. The <laughs> villain wins. The villain wins. I, I cruel, mean, true cruel world. It's kind of how a lot of these movies go. Who actually wins in these movies? You know, it's like, yeah, you may have a final girl, but think of the repercussions from everyone being dead around you for people thinking you're, you know, crazy. Nancy had to go through hell even after she defeated Freddie the first time, you know, it, it's just, it's kind of wild when you start digging into like the psychology of it, you know, a little bit, not that there's a huge thesis to write about it, but mm-hmm. when you just really kind of go, man, and I think Nate, we've t- touched on this before. It's like the repercussions of a movie, like what is that aftermath? look like for the people for the area that was affected you know how do you explain that nancy's mom was pulled through the door window of a house another good mannequin kill for pete in the first movie Uh, yeah (laughs) so good it's i swear to god that is the one thing in the first movie that kills me every time i see it because it's It's the only thing that makes me laugh in that movie yeah Yeah. where it's just like did they really? <laughs> and drive all away you could have done in yeah, a Freddy car, did. a convertible <laughs> Freddy car. But I mean, we can't even, you can't even talk about a particular movie in this franchise without talking about the franchise. Ultimately. Uh, no, so, I mean, it's that iconic, you know, it's the it, same it really thing. Jason. There's a lot of films. It's why man. these two had to go and battle it out. And like me being one of those kids, because you know, like people always pick like their favorite team or whatever. It's like hmm. I don't know which one I like more. Like I, I can't decide. I went into Freddy versus Jason like that. I did. I was like, I don't know who I want to win. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I love both. <laughs> I think it's why their original idea was it was supposed to be Ash versus Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. So there was a hero because to Ash would have kicked both of their asses damn straight oh, all absolutely. over the screen. Boom, but boom. Here's when my you, boomstick, bitch. When you give me two of the <laughs> worst killers in you know cinema history, like who am I supposed to root for here? Yeah. Like I and I really don't actually care about half of the teenagers in this movie. Right. Who right. am I here for? I'm here for the kills. That's what I'm here for ultimately. 
You know, I mean, that's yeah. what that movie delivered on. <laughs> and it, that's sure. where it did. Yep. Boobs and kills. There's yep. nothing wrong with that. There's also a strange thing in this one is there's, you know, there's a little bit of boob, but. Hello, um, nurse. They there, were big boobs, but yeah, there was. Just there was some, uh, like. I don't know if I want to say laws broken in this scene. Oh, oh probably there, there a was little about bit. To. It was a and young boy's it's fantasy. A very he was gross. <laughs> he was dreaming. He was having a wet dream. Out. And then, oh yeah, that was that was so Ugh. gross. Everything Ugh. about that scene was gross. Yeah, like, yeah, like there, all of it. There is an of age woman and an underage boy, and then she. <laughs> Turns out she's Freddy. Tongues plural, Adam. Yeah. There was I. I didn't. I I didn't watch the behind the scenes or anything or the documentaries, but I did read in something that they actually made up that actress to look like Freddy Krueger, and you were gonna have Freddy with tits in (laughs) the movie, and ultimately they cut that because they were like, "This is smart." That's that's smart. Although now that that. I've made, I've created that image yeah. in my now head going, see that, yeah. I'm slightly turned on and I don't know why. <laughs> oh, oh God. Very weird. I have an uncomfortable boner right now. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening, bitch? <laughs> I oh. did like her performance in that was really fun because she was totally getting slinky and sexy with this. Oh, absolutely. It was, it was like what boy. you said. Uh, it's uh, every teenage boys and, you know dream yeah right right and then she turns and like her facial expressions at the very end they, they were I, not in the throes of passion they were she was in the throes of i'm killing you sort of thing. i think that is right where they cut where it was supposed ah, to be that makes a lot of sense because where, if you if you watch it mm-hmm. and knowing that you're kind of like oh this is like the reveal but mm-hmm. what they do is they cut to Freddie in his normal. That would make you know, a lot sweater. of sense yeah. right there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It, that it, was it's not like uh, Hellraiser where they come out dressed as doctors, you know, as Dr. <laughs> <Right>. Pinhead. <Yeah. laughs> I'm here to take your temperature, bitch. Um, <laughs> here to check your rectum, bitch. Yeah. It's your Ooh. prostate time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get that catheter out of there, bitch. Oh, God. Where are we descending to? Think one of the greatest things that this movie does is giving all of our characters a persona to mm-hmm. fight freddy mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we get the kid that's got super strength we've got our mm-hmm. dungeon master who is a oh, wizard God. yep we've got the punk girl who's got two knives two <laughs> knives and a mohawk yeah and a bitchin <laughs> mohawk like that's a lot of aquan aquan. The oh. only thing is, I wish Larry Fishburne could have came out in all leather and black sunglasses. You know, yep. no, I thought that would have been awesome that he like taught them how to use their powers in the Matrix. You know, yes, definitely. That, that would have. He been comes cool. in with those little bitty sunglasses and it's like, okay, folks, <laughs> you want the red pill? Or Do you the want the red pill, pill or the blue pill? No, the it'd be the pill? red pill or the green pill because oh, of the Freddy's, Freddy you know, comes. sweater. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, and then that's sure. when it turns out it was Freddy the whole time, bitch. No! Freddy is the Matrix, bitch. Um, <laughs> and like the zero and ones, it's just, you know, the claw. Yep. The reason this movie was so good is because what you're saying, Nate, is that all of the teenagers had a power. And the the folk the 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 target audience for this film could relate were you the nerd were you the 
the football the player? Yeah, were you exactly. the were, were you the goth? Were you the gymnast? That's what that's why this movie is so wonderful because and, and we all had because something there. Except Freddie knows me, how to utilize that as a weakness towards them. You know, the one girl is a recovering addict, and like we get an ultimate Freddie. You know, the heroin fingers. Oh my god, yeah. that oh. that it's rough. Uh, I'll say I'll save that I'll save that opinion for later. So anyway, for but, for, for kills, right? So yeah, yeah. But then we get like you know the wizard, like you know he's right. He actually looks like he might defeat, you know, Freddy by using the power of the quickening. I hate that. I hate that cloak he's wearing. I hate that. It. I swear that kid looked that like. I. He looked like someone put a coat hanger in his cloak yeah, and he sure hung did. him on the wall. That's what he looked like. Hey man, if I they like remake this. I want that same cloak, but I want McLovin to play that kid. McLovin, yes. It is the only and uh, Zabacadabra, and he shoots it towards <laughs> Freddy. And I'm just like, ah, uh, and I get made fun of that I like Freddy's dead. I see how the how the turntables turn. Oh, well, if Freddy's dead would have had Doc in, we would have not had this argument. This is a good point. Yeah, it had Nintendo. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's but, yeah. everything. I, I thought that whole idea where the kids had powers and yeah. you you know you want you want to expand on that, but you can only do it for one movie, so you only had these these kids doing it. So uh maybe maybe I could ask this question, Charlie, hmm. what power would you have in oh. the Freddyverse? Oh, I like this. Like I like oh. a game. This is wow. this is ad hoc here. <laughs> yeah, this I was not given any prep time for this. No, no, I, I just I, thought this up now. I'm I, Batman. I need prep time. Damn it! Uh, You're editing. You can do anything you yeah, want. Uh, let's see. What would what would be my dream power? Um, as a teenager, it was a totally different power, but we'll not go into that. We'll, we'll talk about that later. I totally uh, want to hear what that is. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh yes, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> It's very sticky. Get out uh, of the shower, hey, bitch! Get out of the shower, bitch! Um, <laughs> all three of you! <laughs> oh, wow, man. That's... Okay. All right, Nate. Nate, you got one. Let's go. All right. So, what I've got is, like, a DVD player. Because, you know, I'm a oh. teenager, and the DVD is now starting to become popular. And that's what I'm starting to now buy and collect. So I am throwing DVDs at Freddy and slicing oh. and dicing him that way. Didn't you and make you know, fun of that Cinnabite when I brought him up in our that's, Hellraiser that's, episode? That's where I was going, yep. It's a really bad Cinnabite, <laughs> which is also why Freddy kills me, because it's a really bad superpower. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a lot of double standard here, bitch. Uh, <laughs> he, he, that's why he goes, that's why I got Betamax, bitch. I don't know why I, he went so deep for me right there. You always go so deep with your Freddy thing. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, Gravely. You're James Hetfielding Freddy, man. That's yeah, what you're doing. Yeah. Bitch. I am the table, bitch. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I am. I'm using the power of movie nerdum to try to defeat him. But also he realizes that I'm being a hack for using Hellraiser 3 terrible Cenobite. And honestly, <laughs> I deserve to die at that point. <laughs> 
I feel you. I feel you. I think if I'm going for the fact of if, if I was a teenager having a fight and what was I into as a teenager, it would have been comic books. So I probably would have like took a power from the X-Men or Spider-Man or something. There's the sticky part. I can just tie that right back in. I'm Spider-Man. Ew. Ew. <laughs> you uh, never clean up your web, bitch. I, I'd be like Wolverine. Let's go claw for claw, Freddy. Let's oh, just right. go. Right. All right. Yeah. yeah you you kind of like kind of stole a thunder. Did I did I, I tell I steal Pete's thunder who just bit, threw this bit, at me bit. out of nowhere? So <laughs> right. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna uh if 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 I can't do the Wolverine thing, which was my my dude at, in the comics in the nineties, yeah. uh I think that I'm going to defeat Freddy. With the power of love, oh, I'm oh, going no. to. I'm going this? to. I'm going to change into cutie honey, and oh. I am going oh, to no. give him the power of love. And he's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna go. Oh, you are so kawaii. Uh, you're oh, so delightful. <laughs> I love the way you look. And I just. All right, I, I like I will, the idea of Freddie will, getting anime googly yeah, eyes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. He's going to get Google ads, boing, and then I'm going to hit him with my whatever stick and ooh, whatever stick. Uh, oh, all right. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to punch him in the, in the face and he's going to fly across the world. And I'll never see him again. And then he is defeated by the power of love. That's all I, that's all I Man, got. Man, I hope Freddy kills you, bitch. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Well, Pete's officially the first kill in our Yeah, I hope he reboot. takes you out first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm the first one dead in any Actually, you know movie. what? You know what? I want to go first. I don't want to see Pete as cutie honey. <laughs> I want out first. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of curious about Pete in a skirt and tight. I don't want I can hear, make that happen. <laughs> I don't want to hear Pete go, ooh woo. I don't want to hear Ooh woo, bitch. No. Kill me. I'm out. I tap out, Freddy. Freddy, I'm on your team now. Yep. Let's go. We both have you claws. You looking for an apprentice, bitch? I got claws. I'm animanium. Let's let's go. I will. You take out Pete. I'll take out Nate. It's totally fine. CD head can't do anything uh, against me. Maybe I'm switching sides. Maybe instead I would be a, a Mandalorian, and we'll we'll see who's the better fighter here. Well, now the I best best guy versus. Great. What's that? Now I want that to happen. Yeah, I want to see Daddy Mando fight. You know, well, Boba Fett all, has all these uh, uh, nightmares, right? So maybe Freddy could slip into Boba Fett's DM nightmares. That His sounded way nerd. sexier than it needed to be. That was no, <laughs> don't do that. Freddy mm. slips into his ever so seductively. All right, all right, all right, I'm, bitches. I'm, what are we I'm, doing? I'm done with my bit. I don't know <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> Dig me out of this. This, this is life. why. This is why <laughs> prep work is so important. I'm so sorry. It just popped into my head. It's. It was a great thought. It was Next good. time, let's really try good. To, at least 24 hours, Pete. At least 24 hours. Apologies to all that are listening and those of us that are on this. Now, can we talk about one of my favorite things in the movie? Please I thought we already were. Me. The stop animation of Freddy's skeleton hitting the doctor in the head with a shovel and the noise it makes. <laughs> oh, you mean the army of darkness scene in yes. this movie? Yes. yes. 
and the fact that Freddy like puts his hands up in a cheering motion. He went, and then for whatever reason, he like he thinks he's won and just turns back into a pile of bones. Right. He Rocky Balboas and then he pieces totally out, did. bitch. Yeah. yeah, like he's just like, I win. And it's like, and then you didn't kill him. All you did was, I have been in a hole with dirt being thrown on me. Several you didn't times. win yet. <laughs> Nate, Nate, you've been in a hole with dirt being thrown on you. Charlie's really mean, man. Oh, that's right. I remember that. You yeah. know, you'd make fun of Die Hard 2 like five times. Yeah, he gets all uppity about it. Took I, more than one time, so as I say, I will not make fun of Die Hard too. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, he'll bury you. I am afraid of Charlie in your own yard. I was, I was laughing at that watching this going. I bet Nate's going to bring that up again. Yeah, I got like PTSD <laughs> from it. Don't blame me. Oh, it was just not, that, I, that bunk. <laughs> I, I, I do like that scene in it, and yeah, it's a little hokey, hokey. with the. Well, sure. It's hokey. It's cheesy. Alive. It's weird. But stop it's motion. fun. And I <laughs> love it. I love and it. That's that's how we have to destroy Freddy. We must find his bones, bury him and consecrate it with holy yes. water. Now, yes, now I, I would like to add to that, that that is a very American way to tell a horror movie or a supernatural movie. Like there yeah. is a way to stop the beast or the devil or the ghost. Uh, um, America is very much like there is a conflict and resolution where we have to have something resolved. We have to, yeah, there is a resolution where in a lot of the Japanese movies I watch, it is you're screwed. If you even set foot, whether you're guilty or not, if you set foot in this house or on these grounds or whatever, you are cursed and you are going to die too bad. I mean, whether you're guilty or not, and there's no escape from it. Which is horrible and uh, sad, and I, I, I don't know. I now, mean, if you want some really good examples of that, check out our February thing where Pete took over to really deep dive into some movies that Pete is really fond of, like J-Horror. Oh, wait, we didn't do that, did we? Oh, yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> I have movies for you, gentlemen. If you'd like to give me another this. month, I can do that, too. You get one month. Don't make me go get the water bottle and spritz you. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> bitch. Calm down over there, bitch. Uh, now, but, what but, if... These kids, because this movie came out in 1987, so in my head, that means it takes place in 1987. But in 1985, there was a little movie came out called Commando. So what if one of these kids would have thought of themselves as Arnold, as Commando, going, I think Freddy would have found a way around it. Yeah. Freddie would have ended up making himself out to be like Viet Cong or something. Well, or or he would have been Mr. Fantastic and his body would have been pliable and the bullets would have been shot back at the oh, shooter. Okay. Well, yeah. there goes that idea. Yeah. It, but that's it's... when you're in Freddie's world, it's hard to uh, that that's that's one of the difficult things about this franchise is once you're in Freddie's world, who has the power? And in the first right. movie, when Nancy says I'm not afraid of you. You have no power over me. He disappears. Yep. But he doesn't quite disappear. And he, comes he hasn't up gotten his revenge movie. yet. Like well, he well, has right, right. He hasn't gotten his revenge yet. And so like, this movie also touches on that where they realize, wait, we're in a dream, which mm-hmm. means anything is possible. And it's kind of like whenever you're having a nightmare and you kind of have that sudden realization of like, wait a minute, this is a dream, you know, like, 
it's that like we all probably still have that nightmare that we're late for the school bus because that is instilled in or you're running in tar holy moly that was a perfect representation of i'm trying to run and i can't move oh i love it so much weird dreams have you never have you never experienced a dream where you can't move or can't run oh man that's a weird one i usually have dreams about mole people oh that's really weird I don't, like really I don't I mean, like them. I don't like. I don't like underwear. Demolition gnomes. man. It's it's one of those things with the Freddy movies was never knowing who actually has the upper hand. Like there's always like this thought that Freddy is completely in control, and he and they 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 flip it quite a bit. I mean they do it in this movie when he mm-hmm. gets the upper hand on Nancy. You know you think he's defeated and he turns around and does something completely shocking. Yeah. I remember the first time watching this movie when he runs the, you know, the blade through her and while she's not dead, dead, and she stabs him again, you know, with his own glove, it's still kind of like, well, what just happened? Who, who, who's hurt yeah. here? You know, because it's happening in a dream. How is that happening in real life? You know, is it, are the, my favorite thing in this movie was the kid that's in the coma. When mm-hmm. Freddie's talking to Nancy by carving into the kid's chest, and it, it you, you feel whatever. like yeah. that actually happened. Like they appeared. They don't ever show anyone else looking at it, but you kind of get this feeling of that happened in the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Freddie's yeah. torturing this kid in the dream, but in the coma. Yeah, and that is now appearing and taunting on him. Nancy to yeah. get into the dream world. Right. There, there's there there aren't very good rules set up, but I don't think that matters. Not so much. Uh, not hard yeah, like it doesn't anyway. ever bother me that we have like these set rules because you are no. dealing with an unknown territory, and that's where it makes it like such I, an enticing. I do like premise. I do like rules with my monsters. Like uh, it's part of the reason I don't like zombies very much because there are there are this kind of zombie and that kind of zombie, and we never know what kind of zombie we're dealing with. Right, and it's just also very hopeless. Where <clears throat> with with a with Freddy, there is a we can defeat him sort of thing. There is a way to stop his terror right. train, sort of, so to speak. But you'll also realize that even at the end of that, what stops him from rematerializing? Right. And that's why Nancy's been on uh, the hypno hypnosol or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Hypnosol, I think that's right. Yeah. I think it is. Um, that, and I like that they bring that back again. Also, I think it's in Freddy versus Jason. Where they bring oh, the, the hypnosol oh, back they? in? Yeah, it's they. Been a while uh, since I've seen it, I do need to revisit it. See what all like, oh, Easter have, eggs are. It's been a long time. The yeah. They they put the two older boys in the mental hospital and they have to keep taking the medicine, and they figure out I that that's that. what they've been giving them, and why all the kids have forgotten about Freddy. That the parents have all been drugging their kids <gasps> oh if i remember it's been about a year since yeah, i watched I that Freddy versus Jason. what it was like, so I, way, I, there's no more dreams technically yeah, happening you, well, if in you general. stop the dreaming which is what this one touches on and that's why Freddie had to awaken jason to bring out fear again what? they've forgotten oh, man, me i gotta watch yeah. this again that's we have to that's remind good. them of the fear that's, that's good yeah. uh that's good that's good storytelling yeah I like yeah it. for the people that shit on that movie it was actually pretty smartly I done well, i, 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 I don't think that's a good good way to tell a story yeah yeah 
But I do like that there's a lot of throwbacks to, you know, the earlier movies with the Hypnol and all that stuff. And it, it how else do you defeat him? I thought that was actually a, a brilliant way to do it is stop dreaming. How do you stop dreaming? Mm-hmm. Well, you'd have mm-hmm. to use a drug. You'd have to, you know, eliminate. And Nobody then suppress the right. demon. And then that is also why the villain of the movie is like, no, these kids need REM sleep because REM sleep, as we've all learned, mm-hmm. helps our bodies heal, our minds heal from the tortures of our own day-to-day lives. But it's <laughs> why I'm yes. on medication to help me sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I like their thought process on how do we go about this? It wasn't just your normal, oh, Freddy's back and he's killing kids. They This really had a good well thought out story behind it um and it's also you know aside from the kills it's still probably it's probably one of the better told stories of the franchise except for the first one i don't know know what you mean by aside from the kills i think the kills are marvelous no i i didn't mean it as they're not good i said oh for what it's remembered for Mm -hmm. aside from the kills that that everyone remembers the kills in dream warriors Mm -hmm. is this is probably one of the more better written movies aside from the first one there's there's arguments there this is a well-written script it's smart it it folds back into itself and i think that overstay its welcome yes yes listening hour and a half it's It's, fun and that's why it's so easy for me to just put it on and just mm -hmm. have in the background or something because it's just like it's quick it's fun it has me smiling like the opening yeah. to this movie is great because it feels like I am going through a haunted house and I mm. love haunted house attractions. God, except for that. It's just the ooh moment for Jackie. It was nothing to do with the kills, but we're both ooing the paper mache stuff they made. They made that in the slimiest, oh, yeah. goopiest <laughs> way. And she's just slapping her fingers and hands <laughs> into it. And, both of us are going, ew. <laughs> We've done paper mache with the kids. Sure. That's just no. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but like her opening up that one door and you get that wide angle shot mm-hmm. of all the bodies like hanging and just oh, like, it's, it's beautiful. oh, it's so like disturbing. And it's the just creepy those, little like, girl on the tricycle yeah. still is just one of those. And, and she's so iconic in the series too when she pops up. It's just the wow. lullaby. It's such a good lullaby, you know? Like every kid sung it whether they saw Freddy or not. You know yeah. what I mean? I knew that song and had never seen a Nightmare on Elm Street. And that's movie. what's great about this when you were a kid was there was almost a belief of, you know, Freddy being real. Like that could that's, happen. That you know? was the fear of that's it's it's what marketing can never do now. Yeah. You know, because a it's been done now. But to this really got into the zeitgeist of pop culture. What like, is better uh-huh. than having kids on the playground talking about, you know, a villain attacking? It was you better than the internet. Movie. Yeah. Like, seriously. For sure. Like, it was just such a great thing of like a kid could lie about Freddie, you know, visiting him in his sleep. And then that kid, you know, starts the rumor. It's like telephone, you know, it just rolls <laughs> with it. But we all had such an imagination for it. There was always that one kid that you know actually saw it, but then there was the other kids that said they seen it and didn't and mm-hmm. would just come up with the most outlandish parts of the movie. And then when you're finally old enough to watch this going, that didn't happen. That kid yeah. was full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Billy's a liar. <laughs> yeah. That Billy's I, a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's a bitch. Billy's a bitch. Um, but yeah, it was just such a weird 
thing, and honestly, I, we talked about Freddie more than we actually did about Jason as as kids. Yeah. For for me, anyway. Well, it's because Freddy we couldn't afford going to summer camp, Charlie. We were poor. Yeah, we didn't know right. summer camp was a thing. All right, you're 100 right. We dreams are free. Dreams, no. yeah. My dad the, could afford that. Dad's like, we don't need to rent movies. You're dreaming tonight, son. Go to bed. <laughs> Dad, can we go to Blockbuster? You have that at home. It's your imagination. That's right. <laughs> I didn't buy you those three G.I. Joes for nothing last year. It's like, right. make one of them be Freddy. God. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, I. But, yeah, it's it's something that no no filmmaker can ever copy that again. Like, no, the, that like, feeling is just it's a part of time and what a great time that we got to experience it. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like kids now would be like, I'm dreaming. Well, I'm dreaming about that TikTok video. Now that makes right. me sound really old. I didn't like that. <laughs> the TikToks, the TikToks and, and the YouTubes and yeah, the Twitches. You, you sound like the guys in Congress what, right now. What scares people today? I mean, this is nothing real life. <laughs> uh, good point. I, we're all well, dealing I, with crippling depression and school shooting, so we uh, just hate living. Jesus Christ. I actually had this thought not long ago of what's the last movie that actually scared me? Like, truly scared me. And I hush. didn't have an answer. Or, uh, yeah, Hush. I don't think I've seen Hush. Um, it was a, a, a deaf gal. Is it called Hush? Sounds familiar. Yeah, it's... That scared the hell out of me. It was wonderful. It, I, it, it was wonderful. And, and like, I don't, I haven't watched a lot of the newer ones, but I've watched enough. And I'm just like, like am I just scared? Am I like just scared? Numb scared me. Well, to, and, and here's the whole thing. thing as much as people hate the 2018 Halloween trilogy mm-hmm. reboot, mm-hmm. there's one thing that first movie, you know, really tackled was one of the kids says, like, what's so scary about a guy with a knife, you know, stabbing yeah, people? It's true. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, uh, we deal with school shootings. Like, why is that so scary? And so, then to have him actually attack, that's when people realize, oh, no, that is terrifying. That is mm-hmm. a horrific experience. Well, there, 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 there's, I'll, I'll add to that. What is horrifying and what is scary? Like, there's a lot of horrifying things out there. Like, Jordan Peele does some really good things with horror, but not necessarily scary. Yeah. Horrifying is something like Get Out. That is a horrifying movie does it scare me i'm not really scared of it uh seven is another one that horrifies me i cannot watch that movie because of the way it you can see seven happen disturbs me on a level of like yes that is people on people horror yeah i but it doesn't necessarily say i don't it doesn't that. necessarily scare me I can. I actually watched Seven for the entertainment value. I actually watched it probably just a few months ago. That movie um, messes me up a, in a number of ways that I don't ever want to revisit. I've seen it once. I never want to see it again. And Get Out, uh, Jackie, that was one of those ones she bought, and we hadn't watched it yet, so we watched it. And I was like, meh, okay, I get it. But it just, nothing. Like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't really get it. And it, it, that, that could be a me thing, you know, like I said. Sure. I, once you've seen once you've seen enough bodies like being disemboweled like now it it was it a wasn't game the, of it wasn't the gore about that movie it no was it's the, not the gore but i it didn't it give me any sense of dread or impending doom 
and I have I was really trying to think of a movie that actually elicited that kind like honestly the last one I really think of was the one Nate and I covered which is the Hills Have Eyes remake that was literally the last movie where I was like yep this wasn't entertaining at all this had a ton of dread into it and I until we covered it again I hadn't Mm -hmm. revisited it but nothing scares me now there's movies I stay away from I stay away from a Serbian film. I stay yeah, away from. I have uh, zero desire to see it. Sa- Sa- Salvo is that the other one I'm thinking uh, of? Yeah, 128 oh, days right. of Sodom. Yeah. 128 days of Sodom. Like I have zero. I have they always pop up on those lists, and it's just like I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't. I I didn't think I had one. There's a segment in the first VHS movie where you see a couple on vacation and they're filming mm-hmm. one another, and it's just a mm. standard vacation. And then you have a scene uh, where they go to bed and the camera turns off. Scene has ended. Then the camera turns on and it's someone filming the couple. And like it was just the idea of someone sneaking into your hotel room where you're extremely vulnerable, not in like a Marriott, but where you're in a Hotel Six, you know, something that has an outside door. Yeah. And then it turns into, you know, the, they're back to being a couple. Then at night it happens again, if I remember right. And you see a knife just plunge into the guy's throat. And it's just like, that to me is terrifying. To hmm. me, uh, gee, uh, the yeah. idea of me being like with my loved one, you know, like that's something I used to really You're hold on to. in a safe place. Was in a safe yeah. place. I was with the person mm-hmm. that I adore being around, that I love with all my life. And then like the idea of someone putting them in harm and my then myself like their safety was always number one compared to mine like but then just to have that idea like that shakes me to my core and but it's because that's based on real you know that's based on reality now i'm not saying something like that's going to happen like when i watched the movie straw dogs my first thought process was get a shotgun you know (laughs) like god just get a shotgun you know like and, and it's, it's stuff like that where I think where you have more of a reality base and stuff like Freddy only works when you are I, a kid. I think that's the biggest difference I'm noticing, though, is I I almost never put myself in those situations you know, in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I never like try to place myself. What would I do? Action movies all the time. What would I do? I'd kick this guy's ass. I'd shoot that guy. I'd, you know, cut that guy's I'd snap that guy's neck and I'd have two nunchucks. And both nunchucks would hit the guy on the left and right temple. Two nunchucks. And honestly, that could be the answer right there. I have just a different wavelength of how I view these movies that I don't have this, like, impending I think as I've gotten older, I have more of a, like, like I kind of squirm when I do see human-on-human contact. I I don't know why. That's my... That's my level. It's just as I've gotten older, like some stuff, I'm like, ah, there's some shitty people out there. It doesn't bother me all that bad, although anymore. But then like, I'm not like the type of person who like watches Terrifier 2 and it's just like, oh God, like, I don't know. Like to me, that was just so overdone. That's over the top "Ah." stuff. Like whatever. That's the gore for gore sake type movies. Yeah, exactly. They they don't have an effect on me. That doesn't affect me at all because it's just like, now we're getting to outlandish cartoon territory. Yes. Yes. I, I think I think when I say scary, I talk about the dread. I, I talk about mm-hmm. that, and that, that's like your like version of like scary. Yeah. You know, he, like that is, would like, make is there me a lay away dread. Yeah. That's why the descent works so well with you. Yeah, I'm cla- well, I'm claustrophobic, so yeah. that that's one. There's that's and I a, think that's, that's a lot. That's your internalized one scene. fears. Yeah, 
of the Wayne rest Elf. of the movie. I love that movie. I just can't watch one particular scene of it. You know, it's I'm also not dumb enough to go in a cave, um, which is hilarious. I'm terrified of this stuff. Yet when I it pops up on uh, my phone, like watching videos, there's these cave divers. Nope, that, nope can't watch them. Oh, my God. I, they're horrific. I seriously sit there with a knot in my stomach but I can't stop watching. That's the closest thing I guess I could get to a horror movie is I watch these guys do this. And when they do the belly crawl where there's only a foot and there's a mountain over their head. I hate it so much. It's so bad, but I can't stop watching. That's my version of that's dread. That terrifies me. But at the end of the day, I go, I'm not getting in there. I'm not going to be like, this is the only way we can escape. Have fun. All right. I'll, I'm dead. I die. I, <laughs> die I, I have met. I, I met my piece. That's right. The monster's coming. I'm joining I'll, his side. I'll clog this end yeah. up. You guys make your yeah. escape. The only, if, uh, you, like, if you don't leave now, I'm going to kill you to show him I'm on his side. That's what's going to happen. I would say Jacob's ladder scares me, but that's more Ooh. just like a psychological you know, Boy, Jacob's the idea was a, was of a great you slowly film. losing your mind, seeing God, stuff that's that not actually in, there. God, I haven't watched that in like 20 years. That yep, is, me either. I've it seen so it once. Much. So. I saw it in the theaters once. Yeah. Um, but like, it, it's a movie that's so impactful. You can just be like, oh, yeah, I remember that ending, like, you know? The, oh, yeah. The, it's not that we don't remember. It's just, the I was first, just like, man, I wasn't watching The that. first Paranormal Activity legit made me jump. I love that movie so much because... It's not real. And that was a that made me wonderfully laugh. made film. That movie th- made me laugh when I watched it. Oh, it was so was just, good. Yeah. I, that, and, and I think that's the problem because what I when I went into that movie, it's so funny. We're talking yeah. we're supposed to be talking about Freddy, but now we're talking about right. our fears. But when I watched well, the movie like Paranormal perfect. Activity, instead of you know, like losing myself in the movie, I went, How'd they do that? How mm-hmm. how did they okay? If I was making this movie on how such would a low budget, that? how did you do that? It, that yeah. That's it where so I go in these movies. Yeah. And so, like, you kind of almost approach it from just the practical standpoint, analytical, immersing yourself into yeah. what these two characters are experiencing with a haunted house. Exactly. I, yeah. And I think that's the difference right there. It's just how I'm wired. And on that, that, it's but. everything with horror is subjective and what you like. Oh, totally. You like, oh, you for know? sure. Yeah. I think that's one of the things of just like, being open to watching anything that's why it's fun to have like charlie watch raw and to cover that movie because it's hey right. it's not something he typically would have had in his wheelhouse mm-hmm. let's see what he thought we already kind of have a good idea what he's gonna think right but, but instead of generalizing it let's find out and you know yeah, instead of me going shot. i hate it and not give you a reason i at least but that's i don't think my... you hated that i no. think it was just like not in your wheelhouse it was but that also goes back to my analytical thing i mm-hmm. actually like deconstructed the movie and go this is what i didn't like so speaking of movies we do like i think we oh, need okay, to jump okay. a little bit back into uh <laughs> thank you for really asking yeah, that's fine on. wait what yeah so, no 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 it, charlie's right <laughs> yeah i i think a everyone's probably seen this movie yeah you know so we we've kind of talked about all a, of the highlights a love letter to this movie from us and, that's it yeah. we're not gonna break it down or anything no, like, but we're gonna know, do we're gonna stuff. do our things. Let's. We, we uh, got. We got things to do. Let's. We do got it. things to do. Let's do them. Mm-hmm. It's raining, bitch. <laughs> it's raining, bitches. 
That's a totally it's different thing. It's bitches. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's raining bitches. Hallelujah. It's raining bitches. I'm not editing any of that. We're just going to be in the <laughs> All right. Our raining blood. And that is, you know, this is one of those things where I love watching these movies, but then when I go back and I go, what's the kill count in this? You're just like, it's six. Six yeah. people die in this movie. I mean, the first one had like three. Most yeah. of these, like, Wait, Freddy has a really very six, low only body six count. six people die in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Only yeah. six. Well, I, and it, uh, not, the Nightmare movies are a low body count, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, very low. Like, the Almost first one's always. got like three. Mm-hmm. I think the fifth one has like three, which is always shocking mm-hmm. because there's such a wealth of creativity with these movies that you, you could expect them to just be like, here are ten generic teenagers. Have at it, Freddy. It's right. quality over quantity. It's like, yep. so really uh, Stallone goes out there and murders 40 people. And you're like, you got bumped those snores, numbers up, son. He's in the fest, 80s or 90s. And you get some <laughs> gal get with tosses her head in a TV. That's yeah. quality over quantity. Yeah. I'll take well, the TV over the 40 people shot with shot. Well, then this I is think best it's... because we now got to talk about our kill of the week. We do. Uh, I was just going to say one thing. I don't think the very first kill in this movie happens for almost like 37 minutes or something. Makes like sense. That. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Let's pick our favorite one then. Building the tent. Oh. What do you think? Zombie kill of the week. All right. I think we start oh. with Pete. Pete? Oh, yeah. Me? Okay. So, I think everyone, I, I'm predicting everyone's favorite kill is going to be the tv oh you think that's so? my prediction hmm. so i'm not going to predict i'm not going to pick that one because quite frankly i think the tall what's what was her name taryn taryn that's it Tall the practical effect. I'm sorry. Yeah, tall was Beastmaster. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Taryn. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm getting my podcast mixed up. Uh oh. <laughs> the, the practical effects on her, the, the sores on her arms that were begging yeah. for more drugs. That was, I remember seeing that as a kid and going, oh. <gasps> I never, ever, ever want to do drugs ever, ever, ever. And that's, that's, that's genuine. I net, I don't ever want to do like injectables. I think quite frankly, that's why today I have a little problem with watching blood being drawn or if I'm Mm -hmm. giving blood, I just look away and it's fine that the little, the little prick I get in my elbow, like "Eh, whatever, it's all good. I just don't want to see your elbow. Well, the, the inside of my elbow, oh, okay, asshole. Okay. This part. This I was like, part what kind of, of weird doctor are you going not, to? Get away from them, bitch. The outside of the elbow, you dumbass. <laughs> Whatever, <Hilarious>. bitch. <laughs> so I, I just need to look away, and it's fine. Everything's cool. Right. But those, when Freddie brings those syringes up and those pustules are slurping (laughs) just just begging for a fix that disturbed me on a on a deep level and that that is my kill of the week i think that her head was supposed to explode at the end of that 
and it didn't the 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 effects like oh that didn't work mm. yeah it, they said right. it almost comical don't kind of don't worry about that yeah <laughs> and they cut it all out so but that boy that those four the her forearms just begging for that yeah that fix was it's pretty horrifying wild. because that's kind of what addicts feel mm-hmm. that that is a that is a thing like like they don't have that manifest in their veins or their forearms but that's exactly what they're looking for and that's terrifying to me and that's my kill of the week thank you there you go thank you for coming to my pete talk yeah. Thanks for coming to the Pete Talk. Page. Was that 10 minutes? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Charlie, what is your Charlie? Kill of the what week? you got, babe? Oh my God. Um, I was of a mind like Pete. Like I feel like everyone just gravitates to the television kill because it is cool. Um it's but iconic for a reason. It's, it, it, it's awesome. iconic for a reason. And the way how they did it was incredible. But I my favorite is one we've talked about and it's ripping the ligaments out of the kid's arm and oh, legs there's, to there's... turn him into a marionette. Oh my God. Like I said, I feel like that is probably the goriest part of the movie. For sure. I mean, he kills the wizard kid by shoving his claw in the kid's chest. It's kind of lame. Instant. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was classic, but boring. You're right. You know, and he basically does that to tear. And even though he does the, mm-hmm. the syringes thing, you know, so it's kind of like they they copped out on quite a few things, and the television kill is there was no blood. She's just hanging in a broken television at the end. So been different if it was like a geyser of blood come flying out of the television would have been cool. Mm, true, but the kid with the marionette when the ligaments come ripping out of his body, and as he's walking down the hallway, leaving a blood trail where he goes, it's. To me, that stuck with me more on the gore end of it than creativity wise. You know, as this that one's creative. What kills it though is you know the the overlay of Freddy up above. It's like okay, I could have yeah, could have done something that. a little bit better. You, you did as you best know, as you could at that. <laughs> I almost would have rather not seen Freddy and just right. saw the yeah. ligaments going up. I can put that together in my head. That that's Freddy controlling mm-hmm. him. I don't need him cast onto the moon glow. Mm-hmm. Um, but for kill, for gore, it's the kid that gets his ligaments ripped out. Mm. Nate. Right there with you. It's the same one. Like that is such a haunting kill. Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing for me is like he is a sleepwalker. It's established in the movie. That's oh, what he yes. does. Yes, you're and right. So one his roommate sees him get up and you know he's got his arms out. And like he's kind of making noises, but it just plays off that he's sleepwalking. Yeah, Kincaid's like, all right, man, just yeah, go do whatever, your thing. go do yeah. your thing. And then like he eventually makes his way to that tower, and then all the kids are watching him. So it's like you get this effect, Screaming. but you also get the horrific that all these kids just watch their friend die right in front of them, mm-hmm. and they, you know, everyone's suspecting it as suicide, but they also know there's a little bit more to it that he wouldn't do that. You know, that's what they all keep saying. So they never reference that he went through a locked door yeah you know, he does that thing where he like phases through it you know Phase, Freddy yeah. magic mm-hmm. kind of thing kitty prides yeah they, but yet they <laughs> never like the kids never go then how did he get through the locked door to the adults like they're just like he sleepwalked he jumped off the thing 
that shouldn't be something he should have been able mm-hmm. to do. And that door was still locked. You know, how did he get up there and all that? So I wish they'd have dug. It's not the greatest like thought out kill, but leading up to it, it is an excellent kill. I agree with mm-hmm. you on that. So yeah, that's mine. Cool. <laughs> All right, Not so we gotta rate this bad boy. No Let's... one picked the TV. Wow, I love the TV. I do, but that I you think know, everybody loves the, the TV. disturbingness of yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that yeah, that the... really like sticks uh-huh. with me. I mean, I love Terminator arms, and that's awesome when Freddy's arms uh, pop out yeah. the side. You know, we can talk about it, and then I do love how Robert England's head pops up out of there through the plastic, and then it forms uh. into his head little antenna on his it's a that's such a such a great practical oh man it's so good it it was a good blending of practical miniature and technically stunt work because there was a i don't think there was any miniature i think it was was all stunt no the 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 tv freddie doing the articulation that was miniature oh okay yeah 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 when he actually like reaches down to mm-hmm. pick her up, that is miniature. Okay, okay. But everything else was practical mm-hmm. leading up mm-hmm. to that. So great cut, you know, yep. editing yep. to get that to feel. Good, as great editing. Across. So, all right, Drake this bad boy. Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. Woo! And I'm just saying, a cut above. I've put it out there that we're willing to cover Jason X on your show. I I will <laughs> I will I will do Jason X. That stupid movie is. They want to invite adorable. us on. Yeah, Jason I, X was thrown out, and I think I, the words I, were, "Oh God, no!" Anything but Jason I, X. I'm pretty sure I, I, that's I might the be, exact you know, words. Getting that mixed up, but I think that's no, what the really, quote was. They got a sure. problem with Jason X for heaven's sakes. <laughs> they had a problem with Jason. I guess we'll just hell. have to cover Jason X ourselves. One day. Uh, One day. I'm down for that. I look forward to it. Man, it's almost it's, like yeah. Pete had a whole month and he could have picked a movie like that, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, Everybody, why are you ranking this movie? <laughs> Everybody knows Jason X. I'm going to bring stuff to the table that you don't know. Okay, I'm rating this. It's yep. my turn. Yeah. I hate Rate it, bitch. I hate going first. That's why I like doing it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is astounding. Eight and a half. All right. All eight right. And eight and a half. That's, That's high with Pete. That's yeah. it. Eight and a half. I love this movie. It's amazing. Practical effects. Uh, clever story. Bring it back, Nancy. Eight and a half. Done. Yeah. Nice. Charlie, bitch. Uh, what are you rating this? Charlie, bitch. Uh, well, bitch. Um, let's see. <laughs> this, it, it's kind of difficult. Like, I have my favorite Freddy movie, but it sure. doesn't mean it's the best Freddy movie. I, I can admit that, that. that don't matter. But God, man, this is an iconic movie. It's iconic for a reason. I think I'm right there with Pete. This is an eight and a half all yes! day long. Yeah. It, all right. All right. I was right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Nate, bitch, what are you rating this? Thing? Nate, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Well, bitches. I love this movie so much. I've said it's in my top five. Obviously, my top five probably changes on what my mood is. Sure. But I was so happy that this was the one that the bitches decided to choose. So, and I was like stoked to watch it again. I'm giving it a 10. I love this movie. I got no problems with it. Like, yeah. Wow. As I, 
I think maybe I'm not one argue is there. the better movie. But well, yeah. three is so much fun, you know? And, it is and a lot just, of fun. God, I think it's one of those things like when ranking on, I'm like, I don't know, one and three are kind of equal to me. I, I I can't really put one over the other. It's not fair. That uh, was said in on my our mood. polls. There was a lot of people that were like, I, either one were happy. And I'm like, no, you must pick. Um, you know what? That's what's great. If a horror franchise on its third movie can still, you know, keep people happy. That's that says a lot, you know, after stumbling on the second one. Exactly. I mean, that, because that, after a lot. that stumble, it could have just like, well, they stumble again and again, you know, and it just yep. Freddie never went direct to video, you know? No, you're right. That's right. it's one of the right. few that never never went direct to but, video. But in three, they got Wes Craven back, and that yeah. has a lot to that, say about how the franchise continued. That but that's man, a, that says a lot. This movie is so much fun, and it's just like after you listen to this, go rewatch it because you're just gonna be like, oh yeah, they're all right. So, so that's my want, final verdict, bitch. Do you want to do a trash review, or are you not nope. gonna do a trash review on ten? Nope. Okay. I don't think a trash review. I'm is. not going to give those bitches the satisfaction of yes! trashing this movie. All right. So no trash review this week. So I think that works. Feels odd, but I'm going with it. It's fine, man. I, You know, you, it's your bit. You can decide whether you do it or not. <laughs> you know, every, every, and everyone that just, you know. Oh, oh wait, it, wait. I'm going to read one real quick. Oh, no. It just says I'm a bitch. Bitch. I'm not sure anyone looks forward to this one. <laughs> I, for anyone that gives it a negative review. Bitch. Yeah. I hear them too, everyone. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I, I think that does Dream Warriors. Yeah. We, we, we did we our did first it. Freddy movie. Wow. We, Thank you to the bitches for b- picking this one. Yeah. <laughs> all the bitches. I love you, bitches. <laughs> Nothing but love, bitches. Um, Do not so, make this episode a drinking game. You'll die. Oh, no. Literally, po- oh, alcohol no. poisoning. I'm having yeah. a trouble. I'm having a trouble. He's, Pete's already got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, was, I was drinking every time we said bitch. So, uh, what I would recommend everyone to do is go listen to the better podcast that covered this movie, Spoils of Horror. That yep. way you can get, you know, a true love letter to this movie that, yeah. you know, actually does a brilliant job of going in depth to why it's so great instead of us. Agreed. Yes. I, I think that is the best way to and sell I this. I purposely mm-hmm. did not re listen to that episode because I wanted to see like after we record what did we like touch on that was the same you know because i haven't listened to that episode since it came out well i mean they break a movie up into chapters they do a lot of work into it they they write out the storyline i i i kind of remember their episode it's been a while i mean they did it early last year or something like that i think mid last year Uh, i don't know somewhere around there so yeah i think that's a great way to look at this is if you want a real deep dive spoils of horror your guys and then after that if you want some dumbasses talking some, about this movie, drunk, yeah, drunk shenanigans. <laughs> and then go listen to a cut above as they just, just did the ring. Great episode. And, oh, yeah. you know, our collaboration. I'm still going to promote that. Children of the Do Corn it. Part 1 from Wait, a cut we, above. We did Children of the Corn 2. And then you know what? Spoils of Horror doing Children of the Corn 3. And it's a damn good trilogy. I said it. 
And apparently we're the ones that loved it the most, even all of the movies. It's yeah. so weird to hear it's really everyone weird. talk about it. We've been I've been on like a Children of the Corn high. It's it's strange. Yeah. Ladies that, and gentlemen, no. Children of the Corn is the greatest horror trilogy of all time. It, it, it's right there. It's, it's there. better, it's better than Nightmare on Elm Street trilogy. Yeah, because is two one and three. And you know what? Two doesn't stumble in Children of the Corn. That's exactly. Right. Exactly. It elevates. It goes so mm-hmm. high. <laughs> Touches the highest. My, my review changed. Halloween. It's now a ten. <laughs> uh, okay, so like uh, Friday Thirteenth might uh, usurp <laughs> Children of the Corn. One, two, and it does three. have Friday the Thirteenth three D. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Why didn't we get a three D? There, there are, there are, but uh, corn I, just in three D coming at you. I will stand on this pedestal saying that Children of the Corn one, two, three are is the one of the greatest tr- horror trilogies of all time. It's how, so from how, but in the best way possible. <laughs> heard it here first, folks. I'll I'll grab that audio and we'll have it forever. Every time Pete has a oh, problem with something, boom. Remember what you said? It's totally fine. <laughs> All right. Well, good. So thanks for everyone tuning in and checking out our very first movie from the Freddy franchise. I'm not even saying the whole big long thing about it. It's totally fine. And if you want to continue on with the conversation and see where we put these polls when we finally give the bitches Please a do. chance to yes. vote is uh, come over to Give Me Back My Horror Movies, the Facebook group. Give Me Back My Action Movies, the Facebook group. Both of us are also on Instagram. Nate's chugging away to a thousand followers. I just Woo! cracked 500. Woo! Don't ask me how that happened. I started it first. I don't know. I don't know either. He sold his soul. I don't. We understand. all love Nate. Charlie's apparently. Weird. I am weird. Uh, we are also on Twitter and TikTok and YouTube, and hopefully you will be hearing us start our Tubi Files in <gasps> April. I cannot wait be... for the Tubi Files. Tubi Files, trash Soon. or treasure? I have such yes. trash to show you. That's right. We already have our first one picked out. It's the one that even started this whole shenanigan idea, and we will reveal that later on. All right. Well, I think it's a great time to, we don't normally do this, but I just wanted to announce what the next movie we're covering is. And that movie's going to be... Hey, I didn't, I didn't catch that, dude. What was it? Hey, Wait, what What was that? Hey, what? you guys... I, I didn't hear that. Did you guys Hi. hear me? Hello? Hey, what's... What, what is going on? I, it, it, what is, I've, lost losing, I've lost control of my computer. I don't even see you guys anymore. What's happening? I'm losing What's, everything. Hello? Can you guys hey, hear that? I'm going to restart my computer. Oh, don't do that, Pete. What?